Hi, this is Shooting the Shit. Uh, my name is Christian. I'm Thane. Oh, oh, I'm Justin. Hello. Okay, nice, guys. So, uh, this is just three best friends, and we talk about things that we want to talk about. My first one is world building, and how the hell does anybody do it? Oh, okay. I've recently been playing Mass Effect again. Justin has been making a uh, history of the Hive faction from Destiny PowerPoint. That's really true. digging deep into the lore, uh, and I also recently played through Halo again. And you know, I'm thinking about, and, I'm, and especially like, so it's very sci-fi, all of these things, and uh, looking at all the different like alien races and stuff. And then I reread The Hobbit recently, and I'm like, man, there's a lot of different magical races in here too. And just, it's not that I don't understand how people create interesting ideas; it's how they make a dozen of them fit together that just boggles my mind. I have a gray journal. It's like it's just a flat gray, and it's it's this one I'm holding up to the camera right here for you guys to see. And it's just my idea idea journal. I just date it, and then I write the um, I write the idea, and I underline it at the top. Whatever the first thing that came to mind is, whether it's a quote or whatever or a title, and then I just write bulleted notes on it. So if I ever want to come back and write, I was like, oh hey, I had an idea about this one time, but I don't know how to make them all fit. It just blows my mind of like how people make entire worlds out of these really interesting set pieces. Mm -hmm. And we're all big consumers of media, so I want your thoughts on how they do it. I was going to say, I mean, I'm not a very long one here. I was just going to say, I would use dreams. Sometimes I dream something interesting. That's pretty creative. I have a hard time just sitting down and thinking like, oh, I want to be creative now. Let me think of something like large and grand. I'd rather it just kind of show up and be there than try and force it. And the only time that I just kind of passively have creative thoughts like that for somewhat of my own design is when i'm sleeping that's fair well i do you remember the game um yeah i lost the game oh uh, i lost the game Bitch. dang it on live international <laughs> podcast vision so sorry to do this to all of you i know Define uh, live. uh you know that game uh oh i guess this isn't live what remains of edith finch remember the one yes. part where he's like cutting the fish or whatever and then he's like dreaming daydreaming my job is very not busy sometimes mm -hmm. um same thing when i'm like cooking or i'm like doing laundry is my mind just wanders i come up with ideas i write them down i don't think the i don't think the difficulty is coming up with good ideas especially because like if you're actively i guess like well i guess it's also similar to writing it's easy to have inspiration at first it's hard to actually do anything with it so it's the same concept like it's a really cool idea it's easy to have a really cool idea if you've been alive for 30 years you're gonna have mm -hmm. one Probably, hopefully. hopefully, but like the act of actually doing something with those things is very different. That's why I've been writing all of these just singular entries that don't connect to one another because I just my brain cannot connect them. I've tried, I just can't do it. Dude, you just put them all in one book, you call it an anthology, you publish it, call it a day. Dang it, it that's something. so good! That's so good. Um, yeah, no, dreams are a really good source of inspiration. Like, my dreams have always been like incredibly vivid. Um, I will say as far as world building goes, I imagine that a lot of it is like, A, it's got to be easier once you start. Like once you have a world, you're like, okay, now how can I like flesh out this part and this part? But like starting off with the world's got to be impossible. But I feel like a big part of it is just got to be like meshing details together. <clears throat> like you just like have an idea and you're like, okay, now how do I make this make sense? Like, yeah. And I will say as far as like games go, it's normally like, there are teams like like, like there, there are teams of people doing this now there are people that just do it on their own like tolkien that's just all like 
that's just all him. Like he's just like all Lord of the Rings is just that. There's just that which, dude, which is I don't know if crazy. you've ever been to a Barnes and Noble and you look for like Tolkien books. There's like their own section. Mm-hmm. And the there's one shelf of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit books. Everything else is like history and um bestiaries and like diaries of characters there's entire books there are tolkien has written so many side books about specific side characters more than some authors have written their entire series and it blows my mind like elrond is that his name the king of the elves he just has like five books written about him and they're not thin they're tolkien books like they're big right i, mean, I know george R. R. martin is running a bit into that as well that like he was writing through his main story, and then he got really into um, the Targaryens. He's like, you know, I'd rather just talk about this than where I was talking before. <laughs> and now he's just interested in a new topic, which was just like one very, very small family in his main books. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, well, I'd rather just write about them than do a lot with the main books. And now he's doing that. Yeah. Well, and like, I don't think that's something you. I think. I think on a surface level, it looks like that's what you do when you run out of main ideas. But these people's mind that create this stuff are so incredibly like detailed. This is a world they have fully crafted. Even like you think George Lucas. Um, and there are people... Did you guys ever read any like Star Wars books or comics when you were younger? No. So people just wrote them and sent them to him. And he would approve <laughs> them. That's not really the process, but it's more or less what happened. People would request, can I use the Star Wars? They would edit it to make sure it's historically accurate, and then it was canon. Mm-hmm. So people would just make characters that didn't exist in this like in these crazy worlds and But George Lucas did that too, is I think of the you know, sometimes it is cool, like the I like the Han Solo movie. I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty good. Um and that's just a whole movie about one guy. At it and he if you think about it, they have dozens or like uh, Ender's Shadow, the series opposed to Ender's Game, all about Bean. And I actually like Ender's Shadow more. This is exactly know. what I was thinking about. Like uh, my first introduction, like really exploring like a side character rather than the mind character, was like uh, <clears throat> so. It's Ender's Game, written by Orson Scott Card, which is a five-part series. But yeah, there's this character in it named Bean, and he just gets his own whole four books and like. He's important in the main series, but I think he's only really in the first book, maybe the second. After that, they're scattered, yeah. Yeah, but there's books, like, where he's just not in them, and so, like, he gets completely Even his entire, not entire, his, most of his first book, he doesn't meet any of the main cast. Yeah. Most of it is just him growing up. I will say, I think that exploring side characters is, like, great, because, like, creativity is a super fickle thing and like inspiration and motivation is too and so it's like anytime you get to like flex your creativity muscles like that's just going to be beneficial for the work as a whole yeah like i know um for like the past week or so now sam has been like struggling to like uh complete this like essay thing like it's like really important to her and she really wants to make it good it's for this application um and like she's been working on a week and she's not satisfied with it but today she just sat down and like wrote an entire essay for a class in three hours yeah because like creativity is weird like that like it's hard to be inspired about what you want to be inspired about yeah i think the hardest thing i don't know if i'm just i know there's not one way to do it but it's hard to constantly 
I don't think people just make the world and then fill it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Tolkien didn't draw a map and everything, and then he he started with Middle Earth, and then he built like okay, this is where the orcs come from. This is where Sauron lives. Okay, this is the Misty Mountain. This is where Smaug is from. This is, you know, the, oh, there's like these really big serpents that the elves fought really far in the north, and like, and so that's the part that is hard for me is my mind is very when I make a plan I follow it, so it's designing a world that the size i want it but my brain wants to do it all at once which i don't think is how you're supposed to do it do you think it would help you if you literally just made a map or something like that i have made a map it's is okay. it my desk well showing it won't help yeah oh yeah it's an audio medium <laughs> i don't know it's just a thought i've been having especially because you know i'm playing mass effect megan and i are watching avatar which is like one of the richest like culturally most rich worlds if you really look at it um i'm playing a lot of games that are very story based and especially uh in the very first in the very first mass effect game because i'm carrying shepherd through all three you meet all these aliens so it's giving you the dumbed down like oh well this is the traits of these guys and then this is the traits of these guys and my brain is just like man these are all i wish i could come up with one of these and he has like a dozen of them Mm -hmm. and they're all so cool and they have really great backstories and I don't know, yeah. it's just interesting to me. And world bidding has just been on my mind ever since I started playing. And I've been looking at it like, man, how did he fit all of these in one galaxy? Mm-hmm. In one area, and they all flow together, and they have prejudices that you notice very subtly. And um, so you can just tell by looking at them. Like, I never realized this. They don't really touch on this in the later games. But there's a lot of races. Even There's three races that make up, the, like, the main council. Um, and they're like the, they've been around the longest and they're the most technologically advanced but there are other ones that are of almost equal status to them at least like when you see them you're like okay they're technologically advanced but they just make aliens look advanced and poor and it's just such an impressive thing that you do that like that dichotomy it's like hey you have a super advanced mech suit but it is also rags it's mm. like weird I don't know it's just like startling how good and that's storytelling from 15 years ago yeah you know what i mean it's crazy yeah i've been thinking a lot about world building too because i've been working on this like powerpoint and what's wild so i've been working context okay my girlfriend is very passionate about politics and government i know nothing about politics and government and so she told me that she was going to give me a presentation on politics and government and i'm like okay i'll do this as long as i get to give a presentation to you about something that i care about and she agreed to this which you will end up regretting because my presentation (laughs) is on the books of sorrow from destiny one which is just like this collection of short stories that uh sort of outlines the rise of power of oryx um but and and so i've been you know reading a lot about this i've been going really deep into some uh like stuff and what's wild is you could have predicted the coming of oryx before he came if you were paying attention to the right things Hmm. like 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 the expansion in which he comes is not the first time he's mentioned uh which is just wild like they had laid down like the roots the seeds like if someone was paying enough attention someone could have theorized that like there was this dude oryx and we're probably gonna need to fight him soon That's like you mean players you don't mean like in-game characters you mean real no, people i mean have, like, real read players them predicted. could have like connected these dots and put it all together which is just insane like it's just like there just has to be so much going on in your head like you just have to be holding so much up here in order to like plan out like world building like it just seems like yeah 
you, you I have too much song lyrics in my head to build world building. There's not enough room up there. I think kind of like world building, uh, it's kind of like um, how some authors, they write, I've heard a lot of, I just listen to a lot of like authors give interviews and stuff just to like, kind of get like an inspiration for their creative writing process because I'm not, like I, I haven't taken classes or anything, so I've just been mm-hmm. kind of dumbing it up my way since I was 13. Um, so I listen to interviews a lot, and a lot of them say like, oh, well, one scene popped into my mind that was in the middle of the end of the book. And then I wrote forward or backwards from there to kind of create around that scene, which I've tried mm-hmm. that, and I, I just don't think it was the right like fit because I really didn't like the rest of the story. So I wrote it as a one shot or whatever. But I think that's what you have to do with world building, like especially in the more, kind of like the uh, Marvel esque style. There's a big bad. I mean, you plan Thanos. You plan Thanos first, and you get there. You plan. Thanos? galactus first and you get there you don't be like okay guys we're seven movies in we need a bad guy because then the payoff mm-hmm. isn't as good yeah you know what i mean they were in and, and marvel had it a little easier because they were working off the comics but let's go off the comics like you plan thanos first because mm-hmm. the infinity stones have to exist and there has to be conflict and that's how aliens come like you know, it just blows my mind that because i think we take that for granted in storytelling mm-hmm. like it yeah it's crazy it just blows my mind that people were like okay george lucas he wrote Star Wars. And he's like, hey, I'm just going to make this thing. This guy's going to be this guy's dad. Let's just build the whole story around that. Mm-hmm. And then you make this billion-dollar, incredible space epic off of an idea of, like, there's good guys and bad guys, and the leader of the bad guys is the new leader of the good guy's dad. And then you roll with it. There's probably more to it than that, but in my head, it's just crazy. The snowball effect. It is kind of wild just to, like, create whole new universes. Like, not even in the sense, like, Star Wars space universes, but just, like, a whole new place. Place where, like, there are new rules and new people. Like, it it gets wilder and wilder the more you think about it. Because, like, I mean, like, you know, um, we were talking earlier. I was in my uh, supersonic wind tunnel lab earlier. and What a specific class yes and the dude was asking us questions about like okay if we want to speed up the flow like should we go from a large reservoir to a small one or from a small reservoir to a large reservoir we're like oh like all like oh you go from a large pipe to a small pipe like you have a garden hose like you squeeze it and it shoots and it like shoots faster everything is opposite with supersonic flow it's not intuitive and it's hard for me to even imagine a fluid that goes faster when you put it into a larger opening than a smaller one weird but like that that's the real world and like trying to come up with a fake world where like this is true and is like fantastical enough to be interesting but not so fantastical enough to like ruin your suspension of disbelief is like especially it, it's crazy it's immensely difficult especially when they make up like terms and we just believe them there is a full like essay length description on how the mass relays work it's just like the books of sorrow who actually read those besides you you know what i mean (laughs) a decent amount of people did i imagine but it's just crazy to me that they're not just making something fantastical they really care about it and i do trust me i've tried to write a huge i read the halo books growing up or at star wars growing up i've tried to write sci-fi definitely not my thing because trying to explain like making up science is like the hardest thing i've ever tried to write 
Reading a Halo book? I don't know if any of those military terms are real. <laughs> Probably all fake. Dude, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they make them sound real. And could you imagine just like, okay, I don't know anything about this topic. And they obviously research it. I don't know anything about this topic. Or I'm making up a new topic, like a, a massive slingshot that's choosing between galaxies. What are we going to call it? And then you got to make up science enough that people will believe it. it just blows my mind. It's right. completely yeah. out of my element. I wouldn't even know where to start. You know? The idea, I mean, is... I, somebody would probably else come up with that idea, but who took the time to, like, make a fake scientific explanation for one thing? Like, it's so in-depth that you can't doubt it works. You're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds like, yep, that, that operates. That turns on and does what it does. That's just crazy to me. That was my whole thing on world building. I'm done. But, like, it just blows my mind. Okay. I want to tell you guys a story. Hit me with it. Never did I think that the words for human use could scare me or cause me so much concern. What'd you see it on? I'm getting to it. You're so impatient, dude. <laughs> Chris, give me the punchline. <laughs> go, go, go. It just makes you think of that subreddit that just has like the for rectal use only stickers and they put them on things. I was over God Christian. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was over I was over at Sam's place. Um I don't even I don't even remember if she was there. She might have been at work or something. No 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 no. She was there. Okay. And so and I'm gonna go take a shower. And she had recently ran out of shampoo and conditioner. I'd let her know that like she needed to get more. And so I get there and there's like new bottles of shampoo and conditioner. It's not the last one she had, which like isn't a big deal. I don't always get the same stuff either. So I pick it up and look at it, and it's called Mane and Tail. And there's a bunch of pictures of horses on it. And I'm like, this is an odd way to decorate a shampoo bottle for humans. And I turn it around to, like, read the description. And the first thing it says on it is, for human use. And there's some directions on it. And I continue reading and look a little further down. And it says, for horse use. And there's some directions (laughs) for it. And I was like, did you go to Tractor Supply Co. to get your shampoo and conditioner oh no oh no and so she's trying to explain to me that this is a normal thing and that people use horse shampoo sometimes i'm very skeptical i've yeah, never used horse too. shampoo i've never used hum- i've never used shampoo that just like is for a thing i have only ever used human shampoo the audacity <laughs> i was like i don't really want to put this in my hair also, I was like, "Are you, are you secretly a horse girl? Have you been that's have you been hiding this from me this whole time? Are you secretly a horse girl? Yeah, like you're already so, our zodiac girl. Don't be a zodiac horse girl. God, you can't, be, you can't be both. <laughs> that's a little few too many check boxes to tick it <laughs> off at that point. It's too many. But God, dude, that was that was wild. I don't even." just horse shampoo who did this who came up with this idea uh, it's like supposed to be normal and i was trying to figure out if this was normal and i'm like okay let me go to their website to see if there's a really specific demographic they're searching for maybe people with certain hair or certain skin conditions benefit from or horse shampoo more people than people who others. have horses dog right yeah or also yeah, that's right you're you're taking a bath <laughs> just bring your horse with you <laughs> Two in one, dude. No, no, no. Why, why you have the, the horse hassle? With you, you just leave the water, and the horse gets the leftover water. He doesn't know. Oh, hey. 
Why have the hassle of having two bottles? Just take a bath with your horse. Use one (laughs) bottle. Or you ride him in the rain naked. And you lather up him in your head. This is the plan. (laughs) That was weirder as I said it. I realized. I'm not... I feel like horse shampoo is unique in the fact that there's not a lot of animal products you can just... Or products for animals that you can just use. Like... Yeah. Like, I'm not going to use my dog's, like, or my cat's, like, flea and tick shampoo. A lot of animal food you can just eat. <laughs> I mean, Go yeah. On. It, probably, it probably doesn't taste good, but, like, <laughs> that's not toxic to humans. I don't think I could eat dog food. You can. I know somebody who has. I know somebody who has. Yeah, it's not going to kill you. It's Like, it's not good. It's not flavored for people to like it, but it is still just nutrition, like, there's no way the human body can digest dry dog food. Fucking bet, dude. Okay, we need to bet, and whoever loses has to eat a bowl of dry dog food. Like I'm not, cereal. I'm not saying I want to like eat cereal. fucking dog food, but I'm saying that I'm sure you can, and that's not intended for people. I mean, you can... If I had to eat dog food, it would be in a bowl of milk, like cereal. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's got to be the best way. That's God, basically like a... Gross. That's like most cereals already, right? No, that's true. No. Mm. The similarity between dog food and cereal oh just God. became sort of striking. That's all not of a sudden. You know, like rice checks, like the little square ones? Yeah. That kind of looks like dog food. It's kind of the same concept, right? It's that just like a single type no. of little thing. You eat it. Just because they look similar does not mean they are similar. How do dogs even eat dog food? Like, it must be so dry. It must dry out your mouth so much. That's why you leave a bowl of water next to it. Numb nuts. Like eating dog food is like eating just a straight Popeyes biscuit. It's like got, how do you like people eat saltines, which is yeah, but that's banned. different. That that that's makes different. your mouth dry. Yeah, but that's because of the salt. I feel like the dog food would dry out your mouth because of the texture. Yeah, but their mouths are already really wet. You ever seen them yeah, eat? There's slobber dog. It's like slobber no, everywhere. You want to soak it up like a sponge. No, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, this makes sense. What if this is intentional? It, prob- no, it probably no, is, is Thane. What a thought. Spe- speaking of dogs' wet mouths. Ew. Um, oh, no. Have you... Okay, question. Has everyone here been licked by a dog before? Yeah. Yes. Has everyone here been licked by a cat before? Yes. Yes. Can we all agree that these are qualitatively different experiences? Very strange. Yes. Cat tongues okay. are dry and sandpapery. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Does okay. Sam not believe that? Come here, Finley. I know you're right here. Where no. You at? Come okay. Here with my hand. I cannot stand when cats lick me. It is like painful almost. Like it doesn't hurt, but it's painful. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if like, I would say painful. I I won't agree with painful. Oh, Finley, come here. Okay. But it is extremely unpleasant. It's almost like hearing nails on a chalkboard. Like that, it's that kind of, it evokes that sort of like discomfort in me. I don't have that, no. Okay, I do. And this came up and so Sam was like, um, do you let your dogs lick you? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, why don't you like Laney licking you? She's trying to love you. And I'm like, no, it's different. Like they're different things. Question. Cats Mm -hmm. lick themselves to clean themselves. Do you think the sandpapery tongue is for this purpose? Um... It actually serves two different purposes. Oh One God, is that. Up. No, no, no. I just already know this, unfortunately. Um, Even worse. 
One is to lick themselves and clean themselves, it's true. But it's also because cats and dogs actually drink water in completely different ways. Dogs use their tongues as spoons and like lop up the water. They curl cats it. Cats use their tongues as their forks. No, it's true. It's what? true. It's true. What? Cats cats dip their tongue into the water, pull it back in the like um Oh like the, the force of that pull? What is it called? The coal the co- cohesion. You're the engineering sure. student. Yeah. The the water tension basically basically because the tongue comes up fast enough that it brings up a drop of water and they close their huh. mouth around it. Finley, what are you doing? Stop that. Like like if you dip your finger in water and pull it out really quick, yeah, some of the water will water come comes upwards. Up. Yeah. And then they do that with their tongue and then just close their mouth around mm. it. it. Watching a cat drink in slow motion is kind of a wild process. It's a little more complicated than it needs to be, to be honest. Just like But the rough text but the rough texture of the tongue helps drag the water upwards. Interesting. Weird. This episode was brought to you by Cat Facts. Cat Facts. It's like Carfax, but lower cat budget, facts. only about renting cats. Not buying cats. Cat Facts. Cats. It's when you draw it's when you sp- Tape your letter to a cat and you send it over to your to your boss. Cat facts. Thane, what is your topic? Um, I don't know. I know a lot of facts about crocodiles. Oh my no, god! No, not, not the this. crocodiles and cashews thing. Leave yeah, it alone. No, that I, I didn't bring a topic. I don't. I don't know. I mean, if I can talk about some stuff that I've learned in an internet working class very briefly, I won't go into too much depth because I know that Justin's heard a bit of this already. Um, for you, Christian. There's something called DNS poisoning. The short of it is that when you want to Pause. look up a certain website... Go ahead. That sounds like an MMO party term. <laughs> Continue. It does That's a little true. bit. Yeah. Um, whenever you want to go to a website, you need a DNS service to know where to go. It's kind of like learning the address of a certain location. Mm-hmm. Um, also, once it learns it once, it remembers it in a cache. Well, if you just teach it the wrong place, it just remembers the wrong place. It's like teaching a baby the wrong thing. They don't know, they just know it wrong. You can use this to redirect basically anything to anything else. That's as broad as it needs to be because the possibilities from that are really big. If you want to redirect every single link into a single place, you're basically DDoSing that place. If you want to redirect only one link to one other link, you can basically remove a site and add in another site in its place. Whoa. There's a lot of ways you can use it. I think it's very that's interesting. so weird. Yeah, no, that's that's what I have on that. <laughs> Christian, did you watch the Super Bowl? I did watch the Super Bowl. I was mostly playing games during the Super Bowl. Board games, oh, that okay. is. And we unmuted oh, okay. it during commercials. <laughs> but I was sitting on the couch, so I was also watching the game when it was not my turn. The whole Mr. Peanut thing is wild, right? Baby, the baby peanut? Weird. Especially when they said they were going to remove the commercial. Hashtag baby nut? Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, the hashtag was very bad. I also, my favorite part was Charlie Day popping up in a dozen different commercials. I did like that too. Literally, literally the first commercial, I said, God, I hope he disappears the whole time. And then he shows the next commercial, and I was like, oh yeah, here we go. Tide has done good the last few Super Bowls with their uh, commercial marketing. My crossovers. You know, I think that the one thing that they've done in both of those that was good is they had continuity to them. Like, they were telling a story. The mm-hmm. first commercial was the first in a sequence, and then the following ones were in order 
after the ones beforehand. It probably just worked really well the first time. So they're like, oh, let's keep running it. Run it back. Yeah. Hmm. I just loved, like, was I the only one who thought there was a startling amount of crossovers in the commercials? There was a lot. Did anyone else notice that Mr. Clean showed up in, like, four different advertisements? Same. Yeah. Never for him. It's he did weird. not have his own advertisement. It's true. Are, are commercials so expensive they all have to chip in now? Like, what? <laughs> Collaborative commercials. Mutual fund Super Bowl commercials. Dude, then that makes sense to me. The only way Mr. Peanut or Kool-Aid could afford a commercial is if they appeared in the same one. Like, there's no way they're making enough money to buy Super Bowl ads. Like, it can't be profitable. Dude, what if we... What if all of the state of North Carolina, we got everybody to donate a dollar, and we made a commercial? What would it... I mean, it'd be cool, but, like... Not on North Carolina. How would you appease everyone? What if if we start a Kickstarter? Mm. Christian, it's so much money. Dude, if, dude, if you start a Kickstarter and you just get six million dollars, we're pocketing it and pretending it failed. No, the Kickstarter contract. <laughs> you won't let you that would happen. just retire right there. The Kickstarter contract won't let that happen. You have to use it. What the money's for? It's no, a hundred percent foolproof system that's never been exploited. I swear. Um, but what you really need to do is start a game in alpha, and then you have no loyalties no. to anyone. <laughs> See, no, here's the deal. It's just like, um, it's just like a bad, okay, it's just like Dude with Sign. This retard, this dumb guy started holding signs up in New York. I say dumb guy. I like everything he posts. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. But I found him, like, two posts in. He did not have a lot of followers. And then he posted in front of the Chipotle in New York City holding a sign that said guac should be free. And then Chipotle reposted it. (laughs) And I'll tell you some of the crazy stuff that's happened. And so, and then he blew up. He's gotten to the point now where his he's we'll see he's verified. I'm pretty sure it's his girlfriend or his sister or somebody he knows. Dudette with sign, now just does signs geared towards women. She's outside like a tamp like a uh, gas station and like protests like why do you put the tampons in a weird place? Like funny mm-hmm. thing for women, I guess. I'm not a woman, but Megan thinks she's funny, so I she must be working. Um, not the target but anyways, dude, like he had a paid promotion with Old Spice where the, he got a horse in New York City sat on it with a sign that said i'm on a real horse next to the old spice guy that like had a, a button down unbuttoned holding up a sign with him you got paid to do that justin and Thane, guys thank you no it's just i, I could see justin's face because for google hail is lame and i only see justin right now it was on you for a while now it's not he got he got courtside seats for free to the super bowl I forget. Courtside. Super I'm Bowl. so sorry. I said she courtside. Court. Jesus. I'm so sorry. So, 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 so sorry. You can tell that Christian knows a lot about sports, you guys. I meant... God. What's the What'd word? you mean? What'd you mean, Christian? Field, Where were the seats? Not Why don't you side. tell us? What'd you mean? Bench side? God. What is bench it? side. Bench side. Not field side. I don't go things. Either. Field side. Keep digging. Keep putting other words in front of side. <laughs> no. What else you got? No. Okay, but hang on. Before I make more of a fool to myself, yeah, he got uh, um, he got sponsored mm-hmm. by Sprint, and he's holding a sign mm. that says "Stop interrupting the commercial with fo- football." Hashtag wish it were guaranteed, and he's just standing at an end zone. This is a, I'm sorry, this is bad lighting. Just go to his Instagram. He's just standing mm-hmm. on an end zone with the sign, and he got paid to be there, which is just like he. He posted a picture of himself holding a cardboard sign. 
in front of a Tex-Mex restaurant. And now this is him. This is his life now. I'm saying that is nothing. What I'm saying is, if we just get stupid famous, I'm gonna call it dumb famous. If we get dumb famous enough for raising a Kickstarter to open a super to do a Super Bowl commercial, we could just live off that fame for a couple years. Dude, I want to go on Ellen. See, the trick on Ellen for learning how to rap a song is to do do that and then make it so that you stay in attention. Like that's that's the yeah. You need you need to have like some mediocre website up that p- you redirect people to, or like you need some way for them to stay interested. Mr. Beast, all the money you get, reinvest it in something even bigger and dumb, and then eventually you're a billionaire. That's not a bad idea. That's I, what I mean, it, it's clearly a good idea. It's I mean, it worked for him, <clears throat> dude. I'm telling you, what, dude? Okay, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it in December, next of this year, and we're gonna make, make a Kickstarter. To oh, okay. do no 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 we need to do it now so we can make the commercial. Ah, you're right because it'll be such high production value and it will take so long to make. Well, I mean, people are probably making commercials for so much long and they're probably submitting. I don't know when you submit a commercial for the Super Bowl. No, that's a good point. There probably is a like this is probably a lot thing, right? longer. Also, there's probably a big fee attached. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. I hope it's not like bidding, because we have a very limited number. <laughs> Very limited amount of funds. God, that'd be cool though. Ooh. Listen, my my real goal is I just want to be famous enough to go on hot ones. I just want to be famous enough to go on hot ones and just have my, just just wreck my intestinal system. <laughs> now, would you go on like a knockoff hot ones where the host is still like a celebrity, or like a celebrity type, but a little bit less charismatic, and maybe the host <laughs> isn't good at eating the wings and like he struggles so really bad. So it's like your your original host is Tom Holland, and now you get Andrew Garfield or yeah, Tobey Maguire, Spider Man. You just get, you just get someone Holland, else Spider-Man. to host it. Would mm-hmm. you do that? Would you go on a knockoff Hot Ones? Okay, I do think. Hmm. I don't know, cause it might. I don't want it to detract from the experience of going on the real Hot Ones. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. depends on how much of the experience you think has to do with the hot wings and sauces, and how much of mm-hmm. it you think has to do with like the host and the atmosphere. Because, sure, uh, I'm sure uh, a decent bit has to do with the host and the atmosphere, but some people are just into it for the wings. Nah, it's not that. If I really wanted to, I could have I could have one of you guys just set me up a bunch of hot wings and ask me dumb questions. I can, that, that's what I I'm saying. We could do We're that. We're already asking you dumb questions. Let's just get you some Dude, hot that's wings. That's basically this episode. Oh, right. Just, right just now. get hot sauce. All right, yeah, no, let me go get some hot sauce. You guys start, start brainstorming some questions. Um, Next episode. What would you make come, a commercial come about? Come hot. What did you say? What would you make your Super Bowl commercial about? Anything in the world. You get 30 seconds to be dumb as you want in front of everybody in America. Hmm. Okay, now see, this is actually a very good question. I have mine. You I'm get, ready. You get 30 seconds of America's attention. Okay. What do you say? Okay, Thank go with go that. First. I, think. I would immediately bring up and show, like I would, because it's a commercial, it's a visual medium as well. You bring up and show how everyone's voter data is available online and just make it so everyone stalks each other. Until that gets fixed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You literally just look up a voter registry and you can find out like where people live based on their name. Just bring that up. Have like a quick montage of someone doing that with Tinder. Like you go onto Tinder, you see, okay, so here's the commercial. It's this really, really creepy guy. Okay, extremely <laughs> creepy guy. He goes onto Tinder. He finds this girl. He sees that she's a certain distance away from him. She rejects him. He stalks her using the voter registry. 
and then kills her. And the commercial cuts to black, and it's a political <laughs> ad that this should not Jesus happen. Christ. That's my 30 seconds. Go. It'd be pretty, I mean, it'd be pretty good. It'd be pretty effective. Dude, people would talk about it. People would, I would really want, talk about it. I figured out mine. Go. I would want to make it seem like the commercial wasn't meant to be there. Like, glitchy, staticky, cut off in the middle of somebody else's commercial. And then I would want to make an ARG. Oh, goodness. Oh, wait, no. People who watch the Super Bowl don't know what ARGs are. It, it doesn't matter. There's so many people that watch the Super Bowl, dude. They'd find out about it. The yeah. people who care about ARGs would find out about it. And then you make the ARG in other people's commercials. Nah, that's too deep. That's too deep. You make it in the plays of the actual game. You can't control the plays of the Super Bowl, Christian. Not with that attitude. You're worth <laughs> another $6 million. Um, wait, I would start an ARG. I think that'd be dope. And just make it, like, super... I don't want to say creepy, but uh, something I've had a dream of doing... Justin, do you have your commercial yet? No, you can keep going. Something I've had a dream of doing for a long time is writing a book and telling nobody. Like, not telling any... Not even tell Megan, my wife. Not my mom and dad. And just release it. And then I just... This is all in a dream one night. And it explodes. I mean, it, it becomes huge. And it gets to the point where it's like a... Not... Okay, okay. I say huge. Not like Star Wars or Harry Potter huge. But it's, be, it's like... Rick Reardon huge. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, he could go to a, you know, you'd go to a book signing. People want to go to a book signing. People want to hear you on a panel, like a Comic-Con or something like that. Enough where a couple, like, maybe like 100,000 people know your name. Right? And then what you do is you never reveal who the author is. You only do, like, if it, even if you get, like, a movie deal or a show or another book series, you only ever, even, like, your agent doesn't know who I am. Or even my agent is who I am. I fake even my... Even I don't know who even I am. Even I don't know who I am. And what you do is I do, like, a fake like voice changer for all my automated responses. And, like, I go on TV shows, but really it's just a voice recording. And, like... And I become the head of uh, my own, like, PR. Like, I'm, like, the, um... What's his name? Uh, flannel. Rat butt grilled cheese sandwiches. Ben Brode. I become the Ben Brode and like the community manager, and then of finally your own product. of my own product. And then okay. at the last second, I'm like, "Hey, I got the shot because I was the biggest fan." And then I start to read off like the last book. I don't release it. I have a copy in the, and I I have a copy of the last chapter of the last book, and I haven't released it with the real book. And I say I'm going to release it for free in a month live. The author is going to read it to the world, and then I really I I read it all on stage he says he couldn't be here today he reads it i read it all as the author and then i turn it around and it's fucking blank and then i just throw it to the side and be like i am the author see the problem with that is i feel like some people would still be skeptical like okay imagine that a random transcript comes out and it's uh, i don't know what were you talking about earlier lord of the rings and it's a it's another lord of the rings book and the dude wrote it but no one knows that he wrote it no one would give it the same credibility because they wouldn't think he wrote it. And I think you've here's run the, into well, the same problem because well, here's the deal. you wouldn't have the proof that it was you because there's no way to prove that it was ever you. I think unless you, you could, put the unless you put an arg in the books that pointed that, to it being that, you all along. That is also 
what we're getting at. I would make an I would make an ARG out of like the character I played, and then I would come out as that character and then reveal the mask as me. Um, but now this can't now I can't do it. We got to delete this podcast. We can't post it because then it'll be ruined. That's true. Um, That's right. Or this have, can be part of the ARG. That it can be like the last Easter egg. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. This is the last step to use to prove that it's you. Yeah. Uh, it's just like I've actually I've actually had dreams about that multiple times. Like mm-hmm. it just I just thought it'd be cool to be part of a community and then because I think it'd be really cool as a creator. Well, especially thing the thing going against what you said, and then I'll like round it back to where I was, is it's not like Tolkien's releasing a new book and it's not as Tolkien, and so people won't give it credibility. It's just people don't know it's a pen. Like people don't know it's fake. It's a pen name. It's just a authors do it all the time. They write under, um, not themselves. Did your AirPods die thing? I think his AirPods died. I'm like looking at him clicking on his computer. And yeah, and like once you became big enough, it'd be a big deal that your pin name and that like no, no nobody knew you. It's are. yeah, it's not like I'm re-releasing a book under a new name <laughs> and like this one will get big. It's I that, will say yeah, it opens that way. The credibility issue is still there. I've gotten deep enough into lying about lying before that like I go to tell the truth and people don't believe me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, boy who like, cried wolf type deal. Yeah, like, I've never done this with anything serious, mostly just dumb shenanigans. stuff. Shenanigans. Like, We've done this. Yeah, sh- shenanigans, absolutely. And I'll, like, go to tell the truth, and, like, the person won't believe me. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm actually telling the truth now. And, like, that's the exact situ- that's the exact situation you'd have. Um, uh, for my Super Bowl, I would make, and I would need a long time to make this as perfect as it needed to be. But it would be like 30 seconds about why the first past the post voting system sucks and why other voting systems are better. I would probably make a hard push for like instant runoff voting. Oh, but along but along the same lines, I would also how like quickly to do like you think advocate you could get all re- of that across like in 30 seconds? How can you convey to the normal average person all of that? I know, I know. In 30 seconds, hey. I think in 30 seconds you can do that. We're not raising $6 million. I looked it up. It's about $5.7 million this past Super Bowl to have a 30-second commercial. We're not raising $6 million to have 30 seconds of fame about politics. Here's the deal. You do something very, very stupid. You get famous and then push politics. What's up? I got it. I got it. It's 30 seconds about the crisp lemon-lime goodness. That's it. I would advertise hot sprite to the masses. Eventually it will start showing up in Starbucks. It'll start showing up at bars. You get spiked hot sprite Dude, at places. Spite hot hot okay. Sprite and vodka heated up doesn't sound awful. That's what I'm saying. Yes, I would advertise hot sprite oh, to the people. That's better. That's more like it. That's it. Dude, you would get sponsored by On Sprite all the so commercials. Quick. I kind You'd be of, the hot do you think that there's a new sprite that they dude. need to sell? Dude, it's like um, it's like fire whiskey from Harry Potter. It not it doesn't feel hot, but when you drink it, it's hot. They need to hire me. I will. <laughs> I, <laughs> listen, it'll start off with hot sprite, and likely will round out to hot sprite a lot as like the staple. But I will start a new marketing campaign with like sprite, 
not just for drinking. And I'll have all these creative ways to have Sprite. Me and a friend earlier were talking about, we think you could probably reduce Sprite but down enough good? and use it as pie filling. Whoa. Sharp. Like, 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 maybe not pie filling. What we actually settled on is we started off with pie filling, but we're like, you could probably reduce Sprite in like a saucepan and like use it to make a tart, like a nice tart. I don't want to eat so, that. I kind of want to eat it. Uh, and so like it would start off with hot Sprite, but then there'd be this ad campaign and I would become hot Sprite guy. This seems something like the you internet know, Justin, could get behind. You talking hot about Sprite guy? hot this Sprite as being like, oh, a new drink. Like you could, you could serve it at certain places. Super off topic, but I'm very proud of this. When uh, Ann and I recently went to a date function mm-hmm. at some club, I complimented a guy just wearing like a nice red jacket at some point. Turns out he was the owner and he gave Ann and I free drinks. And I thought that was pretty cool. That's really the whole story, but it was fun. Bro, nice. Dude, that is a fun I'm story. I'm telling you, greatest words I've ever heard. Oh man, my, my laptop is hot because the fans just turned on. Um, if you ever have a compliment, do not keep it in. Mm-hmm. I th- originally thought it was those to be kind, but I also had a scenario similar to Thane. I went to Elevation Worship whenever they record a new album. They do it with like a live audience. And so you just show up. It's first come, first serve. If you get in, you do. If you don't, you don't. We got there about five hours before. We were in the first hundred or so people. They had already picked everybody. Like, you had a special wristband to go in the pit, which is when you're in the music video. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, you're in, like, the seats where you sit during service, but, like, the pit, they take all the chairs out of it, and then you stand there, and that's in the music video. That's where these people you see. And, like, if you're in the pit, you have to wear certain colors. You can't have, like, watches on. You can't pull out your phone. Probably. Obviously, because they don't want the light showing. Probably can't have brands. Yeah, you like. Well, I mean, you don't see most of their brands, but like, you can't wear like neon orange. They want mm-hmm. you to wear kind of muted colors so the lighting doesn't like catch you. You can't have like a smartwatch on because it'll turn on and ruin the camera. Thankfully, we meet the requirements because we walk in, and I look, and I, I said, and I, I kind of jokingly pointed to the op- that they were closing the doors to the pit, and I said, "Hey, can we go in there?" And they were like, "Nah, sorry, man, it's all it's already, it was already full. It's closed up." And I was like, "Ah, no, I knew I wasn't getting any anyways." And so I walk forward. This guy's, like, not wearing a name tag. I know he works there because he has, like, the lanyard on. But I shake his hand, and uh, he said, Hey, just want to let you know uh, God's doing great things through your ministry, and he's going to do great things tonight. I can feel it. I didn't know that was the campus pastor who Mm -hmm. decided who went into the pit. And he must have sounded – he must have thought I sounded real spiritual because he was like, Hey, you know the songs? You, instantly you actual in god's house they weren't said, released yet how would, what i knew none of them they weren't released yet nice, <laughs> nice. in god's house you lied okay, so in god's they've house. only played a few of them in like in service and i mm-hmm. don't live near an elevation church the nearest yeah. one's in raleigh so like I, I knew like I think I knew one and I listened to it on the way up there from a crappy Ooh. video recording of somebody recording their TV of a live stream of the song. Nice. Garbage quality. Because well they want you to sing along and worship if you're down in the pit, right? For the music video. Instantly they said, Do you guys know the songs? None of us knew the songs. I said, Yeah, absolutely. They said, Okay, let them in and we just got in the pit. Which nice. really made one of our friends she got there like two hours before. We were there for six and she's like, Hey, can I cut up in line with you guys? And we're like, uh, there's like 500 people 
that's not an exaggeration. And like she was with other people that we knew that were in the back, but we were up there since the morning. We were like, no. She's like, wow, Don, don't be that way. Like, let me cut him. Like, literally, the entire parking lot is full of people, of people, mm-hmm. not cars, people. And you're like, I'm not gonna let you walk all the way by them and get right in the line in the first corner. We will get mobbed. Like, don't yeah. do that. And so she was kind of salty. But I mean. That's how Christian's going to find every job in his life, too. He's going to walk up to someone, look him in the eye, and shake their hand like a big fucking right, boomer. I, and he's, he's just going to make it like... I do. That's the goal. You know, there's a... Justin, do you have a thing you wanted to say? Oh, yeah. Just to contrast all this good energy, uh, the other day I saw this guy wearing some pink pants, and he was really making them work, and so I let him know that he looked good. <laughs> then it turns out we were walking to the same place, and it was really awkward, and I hated it. <laughs> Ooh, if you guys want a bad experience with that, the other day I was studying in EB2, which I guess for reference is just one of the engineering buildings at State. There's three of them. And um, a a majority of my classes are in one of the sides of EB2. It's for the electrical students. It's very creatively named. There's three of them. They're given numbers one, two, three. EB1, EB2, and EB3. But yeah, so I was studying in EB2. Uh, I was next to Anna. We were just kind of sitting there working, not really talking much, honestly working. And a guy tapped my shoulder and asked how to log into one of the computers. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, I told him how to do it. And then while I was logging in, I, I had earphones in, mind you. He proceeded to tap my shoulder and talk to me as frequently as possible for someone that wasn't really responding. Like, he would make a comment, and, like, I'd kind of respond back. I was um, I was working on a job application for a place. He commented on it, so he was just looking at my laptop at what I was doing and talking about that. It was extremely bad. I didn't really want to talk to him, but I was trying to humor him, and he just yep. kept butting in. And finally, when Anna left, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got class two. I'm going to head out, too. And it was just really bad. I've been trying to avoid him. And then the other day, uh, I think two days ago, I was eating breakfast outside completely by myself. I have, like, no. three minutes in which I eat. I have headphones in. I have a oh, YouTube no. video on. This guy walks up, and he says hi. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure, hi. But then he proceeds to look at what I'm watching and tries to comment on it. I was like, I was watching somebody say something about the Super Bowl on YouTube, and he started asking about the Super Bowl and like who played and who I'm for, and he's like, oh well, are you be- for them because you live there? And like, he just he kept going. I still have my ear, I still have my earphones in. I still have both of my hands full of like this breakfast sandwich. Like, it's bad. It's very bad. I don't know his name, and I don't want to, and it's it's creeping me out. This is a. Oh. This is awful. Politeness is good. Know the line, though. Yeah. Dude. <clears throat> like... Dude, along, yeah. along a similar vein, um, I was just chilling before a gym the other day. Um, and my gym class starts at 9.35 in the morning. Um, and it was a lecture day, so, like, we weren't dressing out at all. Like, we were just taking notes or whatever. Uh, and so I'm just, like, chilling in, like, the Carmichael Michael gym lobby. Um, like, on, on a couch, just, like, chilling. I get it. You were chilling. Justin I'm chilling. Chillin'. I'm Jay chilling. Were you I'm chillin'? just so I'm just so freaking chilled out. How many L's? At least like seven. Is there a G? No. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> God, dude. You know what's colder than cold, my friends? Ice cold. Yes, thank you. <laughs> what? Um, it's from Hey Y'all by Outcast, you <laughs> animal. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, so anyways, I got like my AirPods in and like I'm off in my own world. And this girl who and I'm like there for like a little bit. I had gotten there early. I was probably there for like twenty minutes. And so like people sit down and they leave and some people sit down and they leave. And so this girl who was just sitting next to me, 
just starts talking to me and i put on my headphone and i'm like what like what'd you like i was not paying attention i was not aware of your existence why are you talking to me and she's like when do you normally go into class and i'm like who are who are you i don't say that and i'm like uh like 9 30 she said doesn't the class only start at 9 30 i'm like no it starts at 9 35 and so apparently she was in my class i did not recognize her right. at all um and she like tried to have a conversation with me and i'm like no please please don't i don't need to like i don't need this right now this is just not something i need but it was so weird because she just like started talking to me i'm pretty sure i had my head leaned all the way back with my eyes shut and she just like tried to start a conversation with me man y'all gonna get nowhere <laughs> she's the president's daughter <laughs> have you never watched movies oh you're right game over dude oh i guess it's like i guess it's ingrained in me because in my job i have to talk to strangers every day and if i don't it's just weird Mm-hmm. like because sometimes i'm doing things for them in their accounts for i work at a bank for the podcast's sake uh you know i'm still doing stuff in their account or especially when i'm opening an account it takes about 30 45 minutes most of that's me just typing yeah. so i have to make small talk but do you do you guys do do you guys adult ever listen yes. listen i talk to i like talking to strangers like i am a people person at heart but when I have my headphones in, I don't want to be talked to. Like, I guess, and, and yeah. it's just really that simple. I'm just not in the mindset. And, like, it's, it's 2020. And we live on a college campus. Like, if I have my headphones in, don't talk to me. It isn't I guess. Hard. I don't live in a world. It, I guess for me, it's when I don't want to be talked to. I just go home. Oh, yeah. I, I just, you know, I mean, like. Rest in peace. Especially maybe. living in Jacksonville. I mean. <laughs> Meg, as you see, Megan goes to sleep at eight o'clock. That's fair. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just—it's just a weird thing for me. I just am required to talk to everyone. Now I do just like go on my phone a lot, so I do get that to a degree. But I guess it's like I'm so numb to it that if somebody just starts talking to me, I'll—you know—I'll just put it down, and I'm just kind of numb to it because I get—I get paid if I do that. So like, yeah, I have you to. Also do it. Have- you also have to recognize two things. A, we live on a college campus. I don't like that you say two things and then A. Yeah. <laughs> you have to recognize two things. A, we live on a college campus. B, we both mostly interact with the people around us as engineers. So the average stranger is a lot weirder for us than the average stranger elsewhere. Like, for instance, um... No. Yes. Look me yes. in the eye. No, 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 no. Look me in the eyes. No. <laughs> Christian. Do you know who actually goes in banks? Do you That's know? True. Those people got to be really weird. Do you Those know? I I see more people that are missing all of their teeth than people who have all of them. Okay. It's a different kind of weird, though. Like, okay. Like, I had a guy just, tell just... me two days ago he's not paying child support and don't call the cops on him. See, why would and you then smoke a And then... And then smoke a cigarette in my office. Okay, see, that's bad, but it isn't weird. Really? It's a little weird. Yes. I think it's, I think it's pretty weird that a guy's like, yeah, uh, they're not going to block my account because I don't pay my child support, right? Don't tell anybody that. And then he winked, and, I'm, and he just oh, lights a cigarette <laughs> in stores. And I'm like, that's illegal. The winking and lighting a cigarette's really the cherry. Alpha male. Dude, I just weird people. I had a, I had a man... I used to work with this woman named Jahari. She had very long, colorful nails. 
I once mm-hmm. had a, a she's kind of like a just like 25 26 light skin really pretty girl um and this just like 40 year old white dude was just like hey those are some delicious looking nails you ever just want to eat them <laughs> don't don't like that. you dare tell me i don't know weird they look so tasty <laughs> your nails i just want to put them in my mouth on the way out he said hey enjoy your snack i wish i could have some so <laughs> <laughs> that is awful what do you do what do you do and and we have to smile at that <laughs> and we have to like laugh it off and roll with it I have people, when I work on base, I have Marines coming all the time and saying, like, hey, I just got divorced. I need I need to take out money so I can go get hammered. I once had a guy, two weeks ago, I was I was working I was working on Camp Lejeune, and a young Marine came in. There was a woman, uh, the Camp Lejeune uh, bank is right next to a Starbucks. There yeah. was a young woman that came in, uh, or excuse me, young Marine that came in. There was a woman sitting outside in Starbucks. She'd been sitting there for a little bit, uh, but she was probably just waiting for somebody. She was just on her phone, empty coffee cup in front of her, right? And he's like, yeah, she's probably on some, like, red room shit on the on the deep web. And I'm like, and he's like, by the way, that's why you hire assassins. Not that I'm on there, but she's probably hiring somebody to kill somebody. That's what people do. And then he leaves. That's what people do. That's a really do. awkward and thing then to he, say, I feel. Yeah. The, you know what's crazy? There were other people in the bank. Like, it wasn't just the employees, and he didn't whisper it. He was just like, she's probably hiring somebody to kill somebody. You know, that's the red room on the deep web. I know how to get there. Not that I've ever been in that one, but... Asking for a friend, of course. Yeah, and know. then he's like, hey, can I, uh, I need this money. I broke up with my motherfucking girlfriend. He's like, I broke up with her, took her phone, spied on it. She was cheating on me. Yada, yada, yada. And I just hear that story all the time, and I get it. But it's just crazy because I I just, like, why are you, t- first off, don't, don't, there are people, other people here. Uh-huh. Don't be weird. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, I'm going to go buy a lot of this, get hammered, then go to work at 5 a.m. Bye. I'm so glad you brought up Marines. Oh, no. Because, because okay, so my dad is a Marine. My cousin's a Marine. I have an uncle who is a Marine. My brother is currently at the boot camp. <laughs> All my friends are black, so I'm not racist. <laughs> Here we go. This That's feels that like. same fucking energy, buddy. Don't you deny it. <laughs> Trish, uh, who's one of my very, very good best friends, her boyfriend. You're is a still Marine. going. And she's also. <laughs> you're, you're really stretching it. This is really bad. <laughs> my grandpa was a Marine. Oh, my God. Um, and Trish and I just love to make fun of Marines. It's the best just, thing. Just so much. It's one of our absolute favorite things. And so, um, Trish didn't, like, grow up or live around, um, like, where we do, but she has interacted with a lot of it because of Jack's, because of, like, the Marines. Like, she knows what Platinum Gentlemen's Club is. Like, she, like... Wow, that's deep in there. Yeah, no, like, she's on the note. And so sometimes we just have a good goof making fun of Marines. And the people around us must be like, wow, these guys are such jerks and do not respect our troops. But then you're like, yo, I'm from Jayville. It's cool. 
Like, like the people around, like, sometimes I'll, like, we'll, like, say something, like, kind of egregious about Marines. Um, <clears throat> like, the other day, uh, we were talking about how Marines don't have any taste. And I said, yeah, the only way Marines would know taste is if she was a stripper at Platinum. <laughs> and, and, oh, my God. <laughs> and this is, and this is in the middle of EV1. Like we're we and we're loud people and this girl who's sitting at a table across from us like throws us a look like how dare you say something like anything awful and about you're like all right liberal arts major I'm from Jacksonville I know what platinum is okay EB one is where all the chemical engineering damn it <laughs> I forgot the that's the I already forgot are. those are engineering buildings yeah, yeah that's what EB stands for uh, yeah I I know yeah I'll do it oh god but but yeah. Sometimes we get a lot of looks from people who are like, oh, "Did he just say that about our troops?" While we're, while we're making fun of the military, which is probably not great. Um, Doesn't matter. You know, like TikTok's banned in the military now. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's, I just think that's funny that that's something we had I to do. do. I right, do, Christian. Too. Like, let, just... let me let me talk real quick about something I showed Justin. Um, it's it's again with my internet working class. You can send packets which are bits of information over the internet and when you send them to any location they have to go through a bunch of hops through like little other servers and routers okay so if you were to send something okay. to a server in china it's not going to go directly there it's going to have to go through a network kind of like yeah. a roadway um you can figure out that network by sending exploding packets meaning like as soon as one guy touches it it blows up and then you know where it is you send one and it, it waits till two people touch it and it blows up and now you know where the second guy is you do that the whole way to figure out the route to get there see these packets you can tell how long each person holds them and you can tell when certain locations hold on to them to copy them before sending them off and you can do this pretty simply. I can walk you through it if you want. Within like 10 minutes, you can just ping random servers in China. And they all have really big delays because they copy your packet information before forwarding it so that they can read it for later. And there's like really cool ways of deciphering what this means. Like you can tell what people are searching on Google. Um, you can sometimes, depending on what your what the type of encryption is, you can see passwords and usernames after you decode them. There's a lot of information you can get out of it, and location is one of the easiest. It turns out that if you just have very plain, readable access of where the military troops are, that's good information to have. Yeah. yeah. And when he says massive delay, he means massive. Like, from here to, like, somewhere else will be, like, 5 milliseconds, and then China will be, like, 300 yeah, no, but Justin has the numbers slightly off, but he has the absolute spirit. Like, clearly there's going to be a bigger gap of time when you go across the ocean just because of how things like work. Order of but yeah, there's a large order of magnitude inside China once you hit certain servers that they have for, like, data uh, retention because it's like, oh, we need to track this. It's very clear that it's being tracked, and it's one of the few countries that it's so blatantly clear. There's, It's very possible that we're doing that in the United States as well. We're just better at it. Um, but the fact that they're doing it there isn't done very quickly, so it's very visible. I do want to say that just as a sanity check, Thane was like, hey, Justin, Japan's pretty close to China, right? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and then he's like, oh, okay, okay, check this out. And like showed me the time for Japan versus China. But first he was like, hey, these, these are like pretty close, right? right? Yeah. 
Now, this is also something my teacher brought up. This wasn't something I, like, have discovered on my own. This is a, this is a well, well enough known thing. He's like, yeah, as part of your lab, I want you to, like, run, ping some foreign servers, make sure that you ping, like, three different ones in mainland China, do, like, these things. Why do you think this has happened? And then at the bottom, he explained why. So th this isn't me just making things up. This is also my teacher corroborating and telling us and teaching. Very cool stuff. Also the reason why TikTok isn't cool for the soldiers. Dude. My 30-second internet ad would just be anti- Oh, hell yes. Megan loves TikTok now. Anna likes it too, know. don't worry. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, but what she does is she plays it full volume while I'm driving, and I'm the only one that drives. And I, oh. hate, I hate all of it. She doesn't get it. I'm, I'm so excited for her to get these freaking AirPods for Valentine's Day <laughs> so she can just shut her TikTok up in the See, Anna, Anna will show me some sometimes. Some of them I like. They're good. Anna will probably show me, like, five out of every 200. We have similar enough tastes that the five are normally pretty good. And I can appreciate that. I do that. like the ones she shows me. They're Yeah, funny. now, I if I just heard the stream constantly of what she's listening to and didn't have it filtered to what, like, I know relative of what my taste is, and I couldn't see it, mm. damn, that'd be bad. <laughs> it's so annoying. Oh, what was I going to say? No, 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 I lost it, I lost it. Oh, God, no, what was it? Oh, um, if you have a fast enough plane, can you time travel? Are are you stupid? Yes. <laughs> are you stupid? Okay, I think Christian means time zones. Justin's answering yes because of different reasons. Okay. Christian, do you mean time okay. zones? <laughs> no, 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 you mean, uh -huh. <laughs> you mean time it's zones. Good. I do mean yes. time zones. Yes, no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I've always gone, you try, everybody's always, whenever you think of that, when you think time travel, what's, do you think past or future? Okay, wait, is this like in reality? Like just your knee-jerk reaction, what do you think of? Past. You kill baby Hitler. If you had, if you had time travel, would okay. you go backwards or forwards first? Like I have a machine that can time right travel. Right now. What's your first thought? Not time mm. or place, just tell me back future, or forwards. Future, future. The past sucked. The future would be cooler. My knee-jerk reaction is past, though. My knee-jerk reaction is past. Here's what, okay, here's what I think. Because, well, also, in movies and shit, you that's why You want tuberculosis? People... Justin, you want to die in 2057 to Corona Mach 7? Instantly? <laughs> it's like, yeah, what if you go far in the future and there's just, like, Terminator? <laughs> Got him. See, Justin, in the future, people are aware that there's a time machine and are on the lookout and can track when you warp in and just fucking kill you because oh, you're going to ruin everything. But in the past, they're not ready for you, dude. I would wait. Uh, if This mm, is a fair point. I would. Mm, I'm not going to get into time paradoxes tonight. We've already been talking over an hour. That's the whole next episode, though. I've already mapped it. Here's what I'm thinking. So the international dateline, it sweeps across the world and then yada, yada, yada. Not the dateline. Sorry, that's not the word. That's not the word. Oh, my God. Ignore that. Ig Different people... Do you think that the international dateline moves? No, it doesn't move. It doesn't move. I don't want to talk Are about Are you just that. saying that if you could travel around the Earth faster than we revolved, that you would somehow go back in time because of how we have time zones set up? Yes. But I'm thinking of it the other way. If you go forwards and try to go forward in days, could you do that? 
You do realize that time is a physical thing outside of the but way we I just measure keep it. Thinking yes. of Superman flying around. The I was earth. gonna say that too. There is a comic where Superman flies around the Earth, and he just flies faster than time zones, and he uses it to travel time. <laughs> well, <laughs> technically, he, re- he technically what he does is he makes the Earth spin backwards, <laughs> which also would not rewind time. No, that would rewind time. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that the act of turning it from spinning one way to stopping would just yeet everyone to one side so fast that we'd all be paced. Dude, the oceans? Could you imagine? They'd swallow up entire land masses. Dude, the land masses might break from, like, the amount of force. Just detach. Fly away. Justin, Justin, we wouldn't know. Because it like be the ultimate like the car stopped and you didn't have your seatbelt on you hit your dash, except mm-hmm. you just hit the other countries <laughs> next to you and turn into dust. No 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 no. Okay hold on. It might not be as bad as we think, because everything would move the same way at the same time. But what time, about fixed things? Right? Nothing's fixed. Like a fucking building, Justin. Oh, the force is. The alive. force is enough to probably uproot a building, force. but it wouldn't even be exerting it on just the building, because it'd also be the landmass. If any of the landmasses don't move, the water alone would probably just kill everyone. Earthquakes would be an issue. Oh, it'd be God, way more than an earthquake. <laughs> Tsunamis and earthquakes would be issues. There'd probably also volcanoes be would be huge issues, the right? They'd probably from. just shear off the ground, just spray lava everywhere. Yeah, but if you. Yeah, but just don't live near Volcano. <laughs> I agree fair. with this. Dude, I wanted them to rewrite that comic where the Earth literally just kills itself. And Superman's like, I hope this rewinds time. Because <laughs> he kills he everyone. No, he just... It's one of those superhero things where they're like, ah, oh, yes, I know my powers enough that this will work. And he realizes it's not related to their powers at all. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just mm-hmm. want him to do it, and then the Earth just dies. And that's the end of the whole story. It's the end of the story. It's just him alone <laughs> on Earth, and it's ruined. Cleaning up dead bodies for years to come. Anyway, so that was shooting the shit. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all we got. We're done now. <laughs> Thanks so much. On that bright and cheery note, thanks so much for coming to our show. There will be another one in anywhere from two to four weeks from now. <laughs> there will be one eventually. <laughs>